Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. If you're looking for more purpose, more passion, more joy in your life, then you have come to the right place. I am your host, coach and life alchemist, Sharin Eskandani, and I have worked with thousands of people showing them how to create their dream lives while also living their dream lives. This podcast is where mindset, mindfulness, and manifestation meet. Together, we're going to release limiting beliefs, put your dreams into motion, all while prioritizing your ease, rest, and joy. Let's do this, love. Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. This is where we take a deeper dive into my Mindset Monday post, which you can read on Instagram at Wholehearted Coaching. Or if you want to go even deeper into this week's episode and get my free weekly journal prompts, sign up for my email list and you'll be able to explore the topics we're talking about in this episode even further. You can do that in the show notes or by heading to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com. And if you're interested in working with me, whether that's one-on-one in one of my group programs or one of my transformational courses, you can head to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com slash offerings to find out more. And of course, you can also head to the show notes and all of this information will be waiting for you there. All right, love, welcome to this week's episode. Hello, wholehearted community. I am back. I am back from my summer break and I am so excited to be here. I have missed connecting with you. I know that this is a podcast and it's just me talking. So it's a very one way conversation. But to me, this podcast is that it's a conversation. And I have missed being in community with you. I hope you had the most incredible summer. I hope it was filled with things that you wanted to do and that you were able to avoid the things you didn't want to do. I really hope that as we are moving deeper into September, you are feeling rested and ready. And if you're not, if you're not feeling so rested and ready, do not worry. The podcast is back and that is what we do here. This is your space, love. This is your space for you to ground yourself, to center yourself, to find yourself again. And that is what we are going to be doing this entire season. I had a really amazing summer. It was it was full of travel. Usually my summers are not this travel filled. But in June, I went to Bali, where I facilitated my first ever international retreat. It was incredible. I honestly cannot put into words how amazing this retreat was. And I know that a lot of the participants at that retreat listen to this podcast. So this is a huge shout out to you. I'm sending you so, so much love. I then came back and I went to see Beyonce in Toronto, which was a life changing experience. I mean that. I mean, that show went beyond expectations and hopes. I feel like My DNA changed at that concert. Beyonce is an icon, a legend, a goddess in human form. It was unreal. And on top of all of that amazingness, I just celebrated my 40th 
birthday. I cannot believe I am 40. I am so proud and excited to be 40, to be entering this new decade. I feel amazing. But also, I'm like, how am I 40? In my head, I'm still like, I don't know, 26, 31. I I don't even know. But I am recording this podcast right after getting back from my big birthday trip. So in true Leo fashion, I did it up. I rented a house in Antigua, Guatemala with some friends. Oh my gosh, y'all, Guatemala is amazing. And, And we just had the most fun time. We had such a great time. So today's episode is a special episode. In honor of turning 40, I want to share with you an important lesson I am learning as I age and I get older. It's something that has allowed me to feel not so behind, to be at peace with where I am at in my life and really savor the life that I am living. Age and aging can be such a loaded topic. And so what I hope to do in this episode is to release some of the stress and worry about where we are in our lives, about where we sometimes think we should be. But before we dive in, a quick announcement. Let's be real. The summer is a time when we kind of let go. We let go of the routines. We're less focused on self-growth and more focused on having fun, right? Going with the flow, which I think is really important. And really, self-growth should be embarked on in seasons. And as we move into September, I find this is the time when a lot of us are ready to recommit to our self-growth and healing. September almost feels like a second start to the year, a second chance to start again. And of course, we're moving into the fall, which is a time when we naturally go inward and focus on what is going on internally. So in support of this shift in seasons, this shift in our own healing journeys, I am offering a free week-long masterclass with me called Coming Home. Consider this a little gentle kickstart into you taking care of you again. During this week-long experience, you will join me live for three masterclasses where we will look at how we can come back to the most true versions of ourselves. We'll look at topics like self-forgiveness, self-trust, and you'll walk away with new tools and ideas to help you navigate your own self-growth journey. And I will be there walking you through each step. We begin September 17th, and you can sign up in the show notes or at wholehearted-coaching.com slash coming home. While it is totally free, you do need to sign up to join. And everything is recorded if you can't make it live. So if you want to join me for an entire week focused on your self-growth, your healing, head to the show notes or wholehearted-coaching.com slash coming home. All right, let's get into this week's Mindset Monday. It reads, My timeline is mine and mine alone. There is no place I'm supposed to be. There is no place I should be. Trust that your timeline is unfolding exactly how it is meant to. Trust that you are meant to be exactly here. Let it be 
let it unfold. Let it all happen when and how it's meant to. So I know that the wholehearted community ranges in age, which I love. There are folks listening who are in their early 20s, and there are folks here who are above and beyond that age. And some of you may hear 40 and think, oh my God, she's old. And others will hear that age, will hear 40 and think, oh my gosh, she is a youngin. That's the thing with age. It's relative. It is so damn relative. When I was in my 20s, I had this idea of how my life was supposed to unfold, that I was supposed to be married by the time I was in my late 20s, maybe early 30s, but like I was pushing it then, okay? By the time I was in my mid-30s, I was supposed to have, I don't know, a gaggle of kids, at least one or two, and I would have a home, a mortgage. I would have a really good idea of, I don't know, expenses and finances and money. And that's what I thought my life would look like. That's what I thought my timeline was going to look like. And then all of a sudden, as I neared my 30s, I realized, holy crap, uh, that timeline? Yeah, that's, that is not going to happen. And at that time, I really couldn't look at that timeline and see how it was full of shoulds and supposed tos. I didn't see how I was falling into this quote-unquote norm of what society, my culture, my family was telling me that I was supposed to follow, this norm of my life, that these are the ages that you have to do these things. These are the ages in which you quote-unquote figure it out. And so as I neared my 30s, I remember having a lot of panic and stress and worry because I had this timeline, this timeline that I thought I had set for myself, right? Not knowing that it had been set up for me and, and that I hadn't checked anything off. So in my 20s, I was pursuing a career as an opera singer. And being an opera singer means that life is really unpredictable. You don't know when your next job is going to be. And it's also really hard to create a firm, solid personal life because you are constantly traveling. And there I was on the precipice of turning 30. I had just broken up with my boyfriend of four years who I thought, okay, this is going to be the one. We're going to get married. Mind you, I thought this person was the one not because of who they were, and they were a wonderful person, but they weren't my person. But I thought they were the one because I was in my late 20s, and that's when you do these types of things. So we had thankfully broken up, although at the time I was not thankful for it at all because I was like, holy crap, this one thing that was supposed to happen is not happening. I'm not going to be getting married anytime soon. So that's in the bin. That part of my timeline is totally messed up. And my profession was totally all over the place. This was the point where I started to really question whether I wanted to be an opera singer. So everything I had poured my time and energy and love into was being questioned. And I felt so lost. And as I was turning 30, you know, I had this idea in my head that you're not supposed to be lost right now. This is when your life is supposed to be really firm 
and secure. And I remember turning 30 and thinking, holy crap, what is going on? What is happening? You are so behind. This is not where you should be. This is not where you're supposed to be. I can happily say that a lot has changed. That now that I'm about to turn 40, I feel amazing. I feel so excited. There's no shame or judgment. There's no, I'm supposed to be here. I should be here. Do I have a better understanding of my finances? Kind of. Am I married? Yes, but that's not what creates this sense of assuredness. Do I have a career that I love? Yes, but also I am in the midst of some really big changes. I want to tell you what changed it all for me. When I embarked on my self-growth and healing journey, a lot of that looked like reclaiming, reclaiming my life, reclaiming my own inner wisdom, reclaiming my own sense of self-trust. We talk a lot about that here on the podcast, about those ideas of really listening to ourselves and really trusting ourselves. And trust me, some upcoming episodes are going to be touching on those topics. But another thing that I had never thought of and that I only recently realized that I did, that I have done, is that in this whole reclamation process, I also reclaimed my timeline. So what do I mean by reclaiming anyway, right? Reclaiming is the process of really understanding what is yours and what is not yours to hold on to. It's a process of understanding what you have been conditioned to think about yourself in your life. It's about you understanding what are the beliefs that I want to hold on to? What are the beliefs that I truly do believe in? And what are the beliefs that have been handed down to me? And when it comes to our timelines, we have been given some real crap beliefs. We have been sold a lie. We've been sold this lie that feeling safe and secure looks like getting married. It looks like you know, having a home, having a mortgage. It looks like having a job. And as I say this, I know that you, regardless of what is happening in your life, know that is not true. I know that maybe you've been in a relationship, maybe you've had a job, maybe you've had a mortgage, and you've realized that having those things did not make you feel any more secure or fulfilled or stable in your life. Now, this isn't saying that those things can't create a sense of security and fulfillment, but when we're doing them because we think we should do them, we're supposed to do them, because we feel like we're in this time crunch, that we're working against time, and that we just have to do the thing now, we have to secure the thing now, that is when our timeline isn't ours. That's when we create lives that from the outside look, quote unquote, amazing, but they feel anything but deep within. And I really realized that that was what my 20s was about, was trying to chase this elusive timeline with its checklist that wasn't mine. And my 30s has truly been about reclaiming this thing called time and what I want to do in it. It's about reclaiming each and every year and wiping the slate clean of what that year is supposed to look like. What is 34 supposed to look like? What is 28 supposed to look like? What is 37 supposed to look like? No, 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 no. What do I want it to look like? And more specifically, 
How do I want it to feel? This is something that I talk a lot about on the podcast. We need to focus on the feelings. How do I want to feel? How do I want to feel as I move into 40? How do I want to feel as I navigate this decade? This question is so important because when we fixate on our goals, right? What is it supposed to look like? What am I supposed to do? We often fall into all of those beliefs and shoulds and supposed tos that were handed to us. Because as amazing as our imaginations are, they're sometimes limited by what we have seen and what we've been told. And so we end up sometimes creating goals on our timeline that we think we want, but that deep down, actually, they're goals that we've been told we should want. But when we focus on the feelings, we end up creating goals that are outside of this box. So when I think of my 40s, I want to feel grounded. I want to feel bold. I want to feel like anything is possible. When I think of those feelings, I'm not exactly sure what the heck I am going to do in my 40s, but oh my goodness, what an incredible compass to follow. Love, reclaim your timeline. Look at what you're holding on to. What are the things you think you're supposed to do or you think you should do? And really re-examine them. Instead of looking at your timeline and seeing it as this benchmark of accomplishments and accolades and goals achieved, look at it in the prism, in the lens of how you want to feel. How do I want to feel in the next five years? How do I want to feel by the time I reach the next decade? How do I want to feel two decades from today? That question, how do I want to feel, will allow you to truly break free, let go of what you are holding on to that is not yours and reclaim this beautiful time that is just yours. I mean, how precious is that? Time is truly one of our most precious resources. It really is. It's something that we cannot recreate. It's something that we can't just make up. It's just given to us. So what do I want to do in this time? How do I want to feel in this time? For me, I want to do the things that mean a lot to me. For me, I want to feel grounded and bold and like anything is possible. Reclaiming your timeline means that your timeline is yours and yours alone, which is amazing, but it's also terrifying because it means that you are the one who is responsible. You are responsible for the trajectory of your life. There is no longer a quote-unquote plan, an outside plan that you are following. The plan is you. And I want to name that that can be really scary. And that is one of the reasons why we cling on to the quote-unquote plan. We cling on to the shoulds and supposed tos because in a way it feels easier, even though we know that it can create so much difficulty in our lives. So I want to talk to you about how do we navigate this timeline, this timeline that is now ours? How do we navigate it in a way where we can reach each new year, each new decade, and feel really good about what we did and what is coming? 
And let me tell you, I have been thinking long and hard about today's episode because I have been reflecting on that shift in who I was when I was like 29 and who I am now as a 39-year-old woman. What has shifted then? What happened in this timeline where I really, truly feel amazing, amazing about where I am? I feel really amazing about what I have done and about what I'm about to step into, right? What has allowed me to really feel that way about myself and my life? And honestly, I think the first thing is intention, living our lives with deep intention. I feel really good about the future because I know that I have got me. I know that past me has planted the seeds that are going to make future me okay. And I know that present me is watering those seeds so that future me can thrive. And this all comes down to living intentionally. Now, I totally recognize that the word intention and living intentionally are buzzwords in the world of wellness and growth. And as I say this, you're like, oh my gosh, yes, Sharin, I want to live intentionally. But like, actually, how do I do that? So in my last episode, the episode right before we took a break, I shared with everyone a test. It is a test that I do myself, that I give to my clients, that I believe is the foundation of intentional living. And this test is called the two-year test. Now, if you listened to that episode, we're going to go deeper. And if you didn't listen to that episode, buckle up because this test really helps you put things into focus. So I do the test at least once a year, and I look at different areas of my life, professional, personal, health, so on. And I ask myself, Sharin, can you imagine yourself in two years with your professional life being the way that it is now, exactly as it is now, with nothing changing? Can you imagine yourself in two years? How would that feel? The test comes down to how my body reacts, how my body reacts when I ask myself this question. If nothing was to change in two years, how would you feel about that? If I feel really excited and open, then I know I'm living with intention, that I am planting the seeds that I need to plant. I'm working towards the things that I want to work towards, that I'm feeling the way that I want to feel. However, if my body closes, my belly tightens, I feel a little bit of panic, fear, dread, even the slightest bit, that is a sign that I'm not living with as much intention as I want to. It means that I need to look at what I have created and see what things need to change and shift. Now, this doesn't mean that I'm changing everything overnight, but it means that I'm starting to ask the right questions. It means that I'm starting to really shine a light on the places that maybe I've been trying to hide from myself. It means that I slowly start to take the steps to change things. I am excited about the future because I know 39-year-old Sharin has got 45-year-old Sharin. I'm planting those seeds. I am watering those seeds. I'm letting them blossom and bloom and sprout. And you know what 45-year-old Sharin's going to do? She's going to do the same thing for 50-year-old Sharin. That is what living with intention means. It means that we are not rushing through things. 
but that we are really checking in with ourselves and seeing how do I feel about my life? Again, coming back to the feelings and really honoring whatever comes up. Doesn't mean we have to quit our jobs that day. It doesn't mean that we have to leave that relationship tomorrow. It just means that we are acknowledging. It means that maybe we are reaching out to the people and the places that we need to. That's it. Our timeline isn't about rushing through. Our timeline is about honoring where we are at and imagining where we could be and not getting scared by that space in between, but instead inspired, excited, seeing that space in between as a place in which we can take those small steps towards what we truly desire. And as I am saying that, I realize that I'm pretty much quoting my favorite person in the world, Tracy Ellis Ross, who said, I am learning every day to allow the space between where I am and where I want to be to inspire me and not terrify me. We all have that space in between, that space in between where we are today and that space in between where we deeply desire to be. And some of us can clearly see what that thing is in the future, what that job is, what that person is, what that location is. And some of us can't. And that's okay. If you can't, imagine how you want to feel five years from now. Imagine how you want to feel 10 years from now. The important thing is to not look at that space and time, that gap in between as something scary, but as this playground in which you are going to take care of you, in which you are going to surprise you, in which you are going to do the things slowly but surely that you need to do. This is how we get excited for the future. Not by looking around us and seeing what everyone else is doing, but at looking toward our future self and getting so damn excited at what she is doing or how she is feeling. In getting ready for my 40th birthday, internally, not externally. I mean, getting ready externally was buying a lot of really cute outfits. And, you know, making sure I look nice for the pictures, which is important, super important. <laughs> but in getting ready for my 40th birthday, I wrote a letter from my future self to my current self. I wrote a letter from 50-year-old me to 40-year-old me. And in that letter, I thanked myself for all of the things that I did, all the things I did earlier to set myself up for such a beautiful life. I'm getting super emotional talking about this because I'm just, I'm realizing how far I've come in loving myself and taking care of myself, respecting myself, and really seeing my life as the gift that it truly is, seeing my timeline as the gift that it truly is. And this is the same for all of us. I had to go through my own journey to get here. And this podcast is truly my way of letting you know how I did it, what worked for me. Because I would love if each and every person who listened to this, if each and every person in the world could feel just as excited about their future and could feel just so content about where they are today. I mean, what would it be like if we could all feel proud of ourselves? And here I am at 39 with a ton of things to do with all these dreams that I still have within me. And I'm so damn proud of myself. I am really proud of myself. And I'm literally having that realization as I am recording 
<laughs> recording this podcast. Whew, who knew? Who knew it was going to go here? But you probably did because you listened to this podcast and you know. So, my love, I hope that within this episode, you found something that resonated with you. You're exactly where you are meant to be. And take care of future you. If there's one thing I could say, take care of future you. And if you want to learn how to do that, I hope you join me for my free week-long masterclass, Coming Home. We start on September 17th. You can sign up in the show notes or head to wholehearted-coaching.com slash coming home. All right. As we finish up the episode, I want you to think of one thing that is on your heart, that is on your mind. And I want you to take a deep breath in, hold that one thing at the top, and now deeply breathe it out. Until next week, love, I'll talk to you then. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend, subscribe or follow where you love listening most. And if you haven't yet, leave a review. You can do this on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Podchaser, or Podcast Addict. Until next week, love.